the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, all right. So, back again. We are here. Well, I'm here, I should say. And this is another episode of Married at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 6, Defending Your Wife. Just before I get into it, just a little recap. Saw my mom the other day and saw her today too. She's doing well, so things are all good. You know, she she got herself a new knee. It's great. So, of course, now she's going to be doing rehab and uh, all that good stuff. All right. So, thank you, Lord, (laughs) uh, for having that uh, done in the timely fashion that it happened. This is great. She she's she's all good. All right. So let's freaking get into this episode because this episode is nuts, and I got a lot of stuff to talk about. All right. So we get into Virginia and Eric. It's it's day four of marriage. They first wake up, and they are freaking hung over. Okay. And of course, uh, Eric is like, okay, you know, we got stuff to do. What do you want to do today? And she's like, well, you know, I want to, I want to have a drink, of course, a pina colada by the pool. A pina colada by the pool and erica's like yeah whatever man it's all right like it's all good whatever you want and always and she was like always and he's like well well you know i better be careful with um with what i'm saying so this dude is hammered all this stuff and again i don't know if i said it in the last episode but i'm saying it now uh i, I really don't like how uh Virginia is turning Eric into this, into something that he's not. He 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 looks very sluggish. He's drunk, and she's just so happy about it. She's like, "Yay! Like this is great. This is exactly what I wanted in my husband. You know, to be shit faced at eight o'clock in the morning and not have a care in the world, and it's horrible. And he's just going for it because she's quote unquote hot and." He wants to please his wife. So he's going to do whatever he has to do to please his wife. Because, you know, <laughs> happy wife, happy life. <laughs> you know, so. so um, and I, I hate I hate seeing him in that manner. Like he looks like an idiot. Um, But whatever, regardless. So. Claire and Ryan are talking with each other with them uh talking with each other i believe in their room and of course getting to know each other ryan asks a lot of good questions Uh, i mean (laughs) he 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 likes to want to get to know you so some questions are you know just regular and some questions are very thought-provoking one of the regular uh questions was oh you know what was your myspace name what was your aol name oh no no that was a i believe no i believe clara asked that and then uh, Ryan was uh, laughing. And then he said, well, what kind of guy do you look for? And she said back in the day, it used to be frat guys and guys who, no, first she says, she asked, the, she, her answer is guys that she loved more than, than loved her, essentially. The guys always liked her less. Those were the guys that she kept falling, falling for. Then after that, it was frat guys. But then when she became a flying attendant, then it was everybody on the spectrum. So, you know, 
probably a couple one night stands and whatever. It's all good. Go ahead, Clara. Get it in. But she she's told she said to herself that she falls in love all the time. Um and she's a big L world L word kind of girl. And at first, you know, I just made a joke to myself. I was like, Oh, she likes that, you know, that uh, that old classic uh gay show. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because that was big, the L word. That was a big thing. But um, she's like, yeah, I fall in love all the time. And so Ryan, um, he says, well, I, I've never been in love with somebody. Um, and also that word gets tossed around very loosely. And he was taught that it was reserved for a special someone. So Clara is concerned because... She says, I love you all the damn time. And Ryan, who has been in multiple long relationships, has yet to say it once. So, and that's crazy. That's crazy that Ryan is, like, so, like, bold-faced and, like, he's, I don't know. I, I They have yet to say how long his relationships have been. But let's say even in a year. Let's say he's had a relationship for a year. He He's never said, I love you? That's crazy that is crazy to me well then again I, I i guess i fall in team claire with that that i'll want to say like i love you i i get it i'm i'm a hopeless romantic so you want to get that i love you because and you want to get it back because now you're on the now you feel you guys are on the same page as opposed to you really liking somebody and they're like oh no mm -mm, i don't i don't know <laughs> there's no, there's nothing between us and you're like oh man that really sucks so so the couples separate uh, i think it's at night time the couples separate and the girls are making cocktails and the guys are learning how to play craps and of course virginia walks in already with a drink about to and she's about to make drinks <laughs> so she's gonna be she's gonna double up apparently so freaking virginia yeah in, in, insane but clara at clara then at, she waits for everybody she waits for all the girls to sit down and then she asks for a uh a temperature check and that's not necessarily related to her uh, covid but she's just saying hey um how's everybody how's everybody doing uh, like uh so, you know how's everybody doing because she sees that page looks freaking just dead inside and she just wants to make sure that everybody is on the up and up and what's going on and brianna says that um her and vincent they have a lot of what the other needs so it's great and the experts did a good job and then she says you know, my family says i'm bossy but I have seen things in his life that are unstructured. And she's like, yeah. So that's why I'm glad that I'm here so I can rectify that. And it's like, what? Excuse me? Un There's things in his life that seem unstructured. And she starts saying that like, yeah, um, we, have 15, we have 15 minutes to get to this place. And he's still on his phone. So it's like, come on, like, let's go. Let's go. I'm already done. I have my makeup on. Let's go. Let's go. Which uh, I guess flips the tables because stereotypically it's the women that make the men late because they need to, you know, put themselves on as as they say, put on makeup, get the right uh, outfit on, 
all these things. So, I mean, I guess that's a good change of events, but, but still it's like, don't tell me that because something doesn't go your way or it's something that you wouldn't do is quote unquote unstructured. And Vincent knows that because he says that she's an engineer. So she thinks in those like, uh, compartmentalized ways. She, she's, she, she's looking at it as an engineer, as a construction person, like, Oh, this area section, you know, the, for the fourth floor, uh, room 435, that, uh, that's messed up. We need to fix that. So that's how she sees him. She sees him as, she probably sees him as a freaking project to fix, <laughs> you know, and he probably doesn't need that. It's like, okay, we have to get to the place in 15 minutes. We, we will get there. Take it easy. Because with him, his issue is he doesn't like to be rushed. And I understand that. It's like, um, don't rush, don't, don't rush me because we'll, we'll, we'll get there or whatever. And of course, don't say, I already hear you right now. Oh my God, that's such a double standard. We do the same thing. Don't rush us and stuff. But yeah, but we need to get there at 730 and you still have your towel on from getting out of the bathroom that I mean, from getting out of the shower, that's completely different <laughs> from, Hey, I'm already dressed. It's just that, you know, I'm chilling in on my phone. Like you guys are, don't even have your outfit picked out and we have to leave in 30 minutes. That's the issue. That's completely different than to, to, for the not rushing issue. That's, that's way different. But anyway, Vincent says he feels great about everything. He's feeling the vibes. He's aware of the bossiness and that, uh, you know, it might be an issue later on, but right now he's good. Eric, as Vincent said, is uh, chocolate wasted. And he's just talking about how he's on cloud nine and he's fucked up. He is like, man, you are hung over, bro. Um, everyone, everybody's looking at it. Everybody's looking at him. And he's saying that, yeah, he's trying to explain his praise of Virginia and how she's cool and stuff like that. But he can't even muster out the words because he's just so drunk and he's saying that they have no issues but on the flip side virginia says yeah we have a couple of issues because she's talking to the girls because she'll tell the truth to the girls but won't tell the truth to the guy her you know who she's married to and she says um they have a few issues of course like the age gap he's 34 she's 26 um her promiscuity um, he's kind of uh, uh, miffed about that. He's a Southern conservative, and she's very pro-choice, pro-gay marriage. Um, her sister, her older sister, is gay, and she brings up the whole uh, no guys friends thing. Um, you know, uh, yeah, the the no guys friends thing that they talked about in last episode, where Eric is like, "Oh, okay, you have a lot of guy friends. That's cool, but." I mean, I'm kind of not cool with that because they probably want to fuck you. Um, and I, I don't know if I said it before, but I say it again. It's it's probably true. And Virginia's saying, oh, no, um, not these guys. These guys are my friends, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, they, I'm telling you, they can be your friends. That's great. And they'll protect you and all that stuff. But that does not mean that they won't fuck you. Like, it, it won't, unless they're ugly. No, no, no. No, I guess even more so. <laughs> if they are ugly, they'll freaking fuck you because you're hot. 
and they would want the 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 validity from you um but uh yeah i i totally think that they would uh not not to say that she would fuck them but her friends would fuck her and but okay um Jacob is worried that he will have to interact with people. <laughs> That's his number one worry. Only because Haley likes to FaceTime all her friends. And she has like 30 friends and she FaceTimes all of them. But he has friends too. So he wants to have time for his friends. And he's like, man, do I have to like include her friends as well? So his worry is just super basic. Um, Haley is so used to being single and um, alone that she has to adjust with somebody being her in her life that's her issue um clara says that pretty much ryan is perfect um they get along really well and um but but at the same time again the 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 issue is that he's never said he's never said i love you to somebody and she says i love you all the time and this reminds me of uh austin and jessica from married at first sight season 10 where uh jessica really fell in love with austin and she was scared to say i love you to him because they had the i love you talk and austin was like um yeah i'll say it when the time is ready i'm not just gonna say it just to say it and it's and it should be reserved for like a special time and jessica was freaking out like the entire season because it's like, oh my God, he, he, you know, if he doesn't say yes, I don't know if I can still marry him. Or like, how come he hasn't said I love you yet? I don't understand because I love him. I love him. I don't understand. But you have to, but you have to understand, Jessica, was that all the things that he was doing for you, that was his way of showing you that he loves you as opposed to telling you because people can tell you all the time, hey, I love you. Or even when you get used to it and you're on the phone and you say, okay, bye, I love you. And you're like, yeah, I love you. You know, he didn't mean it. I mean, that person didn't mean it. They were just saying it as a, well, not to say that they didn't mean it, but it's, it doesn't have the same reverence as you're holding that phrase to be uh, once it's said a thousand times. So with him, with uh, uh, with uh, Austin, he was doing the things that you wanted him to say with the I love you thing. And then at the end, when he uh, chose to stay with you, for marriage that's when he said i love you but at that point you didn't even care because he was showing you his love the entire time it's just that you were so fixated on the phrase as opposed to the actions that you almost lost out on a good guy and that's what i feel that um that's what i feel that uh, clara is going to be doing too she's going to be focusing like man this guy hasn't said i love you yet I don't get it. I don't get it. And the pressure, there's even more pressure because it's not like Austin never said I love you to his uh, past significant others. Um, Ryan has never said it ever in his relationship. So now you so now you want to be the first one that he's ever said that to. So you're going to put the pressure on yourself to be super accommodating or whatever or super loving just so you can get his first I love you in a relationship ever. And that is going to be a huge detriment to your relationship if you continue to think in those regards. As opposed to just having fun and letting go. So yeah. Um, so Chris asks, um, how is everyone's intimacy level? And um, 
nobody really answers because they want to uh, protect their wives and all that stuff. And it's like, whatever, man. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I get it. I, I, I totally get it. You, you know, you don't shout out what your significant other does and stuff. But then stop. Then women stop trying to act like you want to be men. Because women... I mean, because men say everything like, yo, that chick's on my dick last night. All that shit was crazy. All like, yo, she freaking swallows. All that's freaking awesome. Like, don't say that you like sex as much as guys, but don't want to do the same thing as guys. You know, so. um, Yeah, so the guys don't want to say anything. They, they keep everything private. Virginia asks the women and Clara is private because they because Clara's like, oh, Ryan told me that we should keep our intimacy level uh our intimacy stuff private and i'm going to respect him which is cool that's that's cool i respect that um but she said that they do have a physical relationship and it's great so what does that mean so if you're not having sex but you have a physical relationship what are you guys like groping are you giving him head um are you kissing well i I would hope that you're kissing are you jerking him off is he groping your ass like what is that like and if you're doing all that stuff why don't why not just fucking have sex then (laughs) you know um i don't know it's i don't know i i just think that it's a but then again i don't know if i would say uh um that we did i guess i guess i wouldn't necessarily divulge uh information like that but i would but i guess if they ask me oh did you guys have sex yeah we had sex but then i guess the the uh my wife would be pretty pissed if i said that because she would assume that people the audience would think that she's uh fast or not fast well i guess fast but easy and it's like no this is a unique situation where you're married to somebody and you like him and you just happen to have sex because you're because you you want to (laughs) I don't see why that should be considered horrible that you had sex with this guy. Like it's a, it's essentially a one night stand that you just keep going. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but whatever, uh, to each, to each their own essentially. But we do find out that Haley and Jacob had sex. I mean, it kind of took a little poking and prodding from Virginia, but Haley admitted that, well, I forget who admitted it, but regardless, they, uh, we found out that they had sex. So it's three down and two to go. So Haley and Jacob had sex. We definitely know Chris and Paige had sex. They're the ones who had sex the most. Um, And Haley and Jacob. Oh, and um, Brianna and Vincent, they had sex as well. So the only, so the two couples that haven't yet, well, or haven't told us is Virginia and Eric and uh, Ryan and Clara. So everybody, everybody has said their piece, but you see that Paige is just very overwhelmed, but she's sticking it through. Um, and people have their concern for her and rightfully so. Uh, she's, Paige is going through a lot. So uh, a lot of people have her back and they're just praying that everything goes well in that, in that regard, in that relationship. Um. And again, so they go back to the guys. Eric is plastered and he's saying that, oh, Chris needs to man up. And uh, Chris kind of takes offense to that because he's like, like, dude, like, what are you what are you talking about? Like, 
yeah, I, I am ending up, you know, I, I told, I told Paige what the situation was where I could have kept it to myself. And granted, he almost did keep it to himself if it wasn't for the producers. But he told, you know, he, he's mentally, he's going through a lot. He's, he's in a marriage. Um, but his ex fiance is pregnant so he's at a he's at a i don't know if he's necessarily at a crossroads but a lot of stuff is going in his head and you have this outside participant oh saying that you have to man up and do all this stuff because he's saying that yeah this uh page is here for you man she's here for you that's why she got married at first sight and eric is talking about it as if chris doesn't know that information like does she's here for me i understand and he and chris is trying to be there for her but this is a huge situation where uh there's a lot of moving parts and it needs to be taken care of so but chris gets offended because he's saying in the confessional that eric is coming off as disrespectful as if eric knows what to do in a situation like this and he's never been in a situation like this and i can also see chris getting upset because he didn't say it but i can see it where it's a race issue where like this white guy is telling a black guy to take responsibility you know it's 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 almost as if it's almost as if chris saying man up is when white people tell anybody like listen here boy and it's like boy like dude i'm the same age as you don't call me boy you know so eric saying you know man up um to chris is like dude you don't even know what i'm doing i haven't even told you my piece or my game plan to what this thing is and you're already telling me that one that i'm failing at it and two i'm not taking responsibility for my actions without anything but you and your drunk ass you know what to do about it you know and it's um it's disheartening because i used to like eric but during this uh during this episode i like hate i hate him more like he's i mean i'm starting to like him less and less and he comes off very uh not very dude bro but i mean i'm sorry if i'm gonna offend uh people but he 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 is coming he is coming across as what he actually is a southern conservative and i know i'm i'm stereotyping a lot of people like that but as we go on he's just giving the he's just sending off those signals where it's like ooh like you think that you have authority just for being who you are and as opposed to earning it and i don't know i don't i don't like those vibes but let's keep going but um um but but the thing is i know that eric is trying to come across saying the right things like and 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 i'm sure eric knows that chris knows what to do and what he needs to do but since he's drunk, is just coming off in poor taste with those words that he's using and how he's saying it. So, but anyway, uh, day five of marriage. So Jacob and Haley. Uh, Jacob asks Haley, "What would it be like 
how do you feel about moving together? Do you think it's going to be easy or it's going to be hard? And she says the biggest adjustment is for her the the seven the seven year single life that she had, because back then she could do what she wanted, she can come and go as she pleases, no one can tell her what to do, etc. And she's also not the clingy type, so it, that's going to be the hardest thing about moving in with somebody and i'm like all right that's cool i mean i don't necessarily want a clingy person as well but at the same time i want you to care though i want you to care and i want you and i want to know that i mean something to you like one of my um things that i hate uh one of the phrases that i hate is uh with or without you i i hate that phrase being used on me or on any one or something like that because it's it's very disrespectful because i remember when um i was uh dating uh eve uh, i don't know if i've expressed her before but regardless um i was i was dating this person and um she was like yeah uh i'd love to be in a relationship and stuff and, and i'm going towards this direction in life and it'd be great if you go this way too, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep going there with or without you. And it's like, I get what you mean that you shouldn't, uh, derail from the goals that you have in your life. But to hear that regardless of what goes on, uh, my inclusion in your life means nothing. Like I'm, I'm like me being there, me being there is as is as irrelevant as me not being there it's the same stance and that's horrible because if i want some if i am asking somebody to be in my life you will be you will be a factor in it you will i my life will be affected by it but you saying oh yeah no i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i don't know ceo of a company and hey that's cool that you're with me but if you're not i'm still cool i was like damn like i get it you're not clingy and you don't want a man to affect your rationale or whatever, but it, it it's not cool to not to, to feel as if you don't add anything to a person's life. So that's what I hate. I, that's why I hate when women would say, Oh, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine with or without you. I was like, what? <laughs> So, so I don't mean anything. I, I don't, I don't make a dent in your life. I, the, there's, the, I do no effect. I'm not saying that I need to be your end all be all. I'm not saying where people say with or without you, the opposite should be, I can't live without you. I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying that I should be the sole purpose that you live for, but I should, I, th I think I should create, I should create a dent in your life something i should have an effect on it if, if i exist in it so if i don't then that means i'm not important and that's not cool but that's just me um but jacob is more worried about of uh, the intimacy level because uh Haley keeps things close to the chest he initiates holding he he initiates hand holding and he doesn't know if Haley likes that or not so he kind of like backs up and gets reserved himself um she says that it's something that she has to deal with they've had sex but she's still reserved and jacob didn't expect that so i understand i understand both points 
you know, they just met each other. I mean, I think, what was it? What is it? Day five? Yeah, it's day five of marriage. They kind of just met each other. They finally had sex. So Jacob perceives it as it all getting closer together. But Haley's like, nah, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still me. You know, I, I was still, even though I'm, I've been married for five days, I've been alone for seven years. So it's going to be a lot tougher for me to adjust to this new life because I've just always been so carefree and not locked down and I'm not clingy. So you need to kind of respect that. And I respect that. So I get it. Um, and okay, we go back to Paige and Chris and <laughs> you have to understand. So every time I go back and forth between couples, it's not necessarily me who's doing that. I'm just literally outlining what happens during the show. And with each time that they change, each time that they change course or change scenes, they'll have uh, the title card of what the next, I don't know, five minutes are going to be about. So when I say Haley and Jacob or whatever, you see their title card, you see their wedding title card of them in their uh, suit and dress. And every time I see Paige and Chris's like title card, I hate when it comes up because I know some stupid shit is going about to happen. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, here we go. Chris and freaking Paige. So so again and and i'm right so Paige and chris okay so um chris says that i think yeah they're in bed together and chris says that you're you're handling everything with grace and it does not go unnoticed and she's like oh no thank you and no she does like she's been i mean of course she's kind of distant from what's going on because she's in vegas and she's trying to have fun but of course there's still that looming thing with uh, having a, a husband who's going to have a baby on the way that is not yours so yeah so her focus is definitely going to be somewhere else but she's getting it together and she's like oh man i can't wait for you to meet bentley which is her dog and um she's like oh do you would you let a dog sleep in the bed and he's like hell no and he's like all right well would you walk the dog in the morning and he's like mm, i mean i'll play with it but you take care of it and she's like damn like what the fuck like I'm like dude i'm accepting your unborn kid as my stepson or daughter but you can't even take care of my pup like uh, you're asking me of a lot and i'm asking you to just deal with a dog and you don't want to do that so she felt kind of a way about that and i completely understand like i am i am team page on that one that's that's ridiculous it's just a freaking dog granted i'm a i would be mad well it depends how early in the morning i gotta, I gotta take the dog out if it's like at three o'clock in the morning oh my god i'm gonna be so pissed but i'll do it you know I'm like i'll do it but oh man i would be so angry but the thing is i don't like well not to say I don't like, I get it that women want to have their pets sleep in the bed because that is a warm thing to cuddle next to when you don't have a man. <laughs> like I, I get it. But for guys, it's like, no, I don't want the dog to be on the bed because that means that we're not going to have sex that night <laughs> because the dog is in the bed. <laughs> That's why we don't want any distractions. We don't want any obstacles in the way of getting to that ass. Okay. That's why we don't like babies or our kids 
coming into the room like, oh, daddy, like, I'm scared. Like, can I sleep with y'all? No. Okay, you cannot sleep with us, okay? Because you are cockboxing me from your mom's pussy, okay? That's what you're doing. <laughs> so get your ass back in the bed, lie down, shut the lights so I can get in this ass, okay? <laughs> For real, like, uh, like we don't like that, man. Like, the only thing that should be in the bed is the the significant other, the wife, whatever, the the woman, okay? Because we trying to get some, all right? And we might we 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 might not get some, right? I mean, if we ask you and you say no, okay, that's it, fine, end of story. But if a dog is there or if a child is there, we are a hundred percent not getting any. Okay, and that's what we don't want. We will be happy with a one percent chance of having sex, as opposed to zero. You know, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know why y'all like that. <laughs> Very weird. But um, what's next? Um, oh, and he says, uh. He asks, what do you feel about separate accounts or, or joint accounts, I should say. And um, she's like, uh, well, a joint account would be for the bills and that'd be cool. But uh, she's like, I only make like a third of what you make. And he's like, nah, nah, you don't make a third. You make a quarter. And it's like, fam. Why we gotta? <laughs> why do you have to like put her down and like and he she punches him, not hard, but it's like you know like a you know shut up, like that because it's true. She's like yeah you know with my pennies, um we're gonna have to rearrange how I am going to pay the bills because I want to contribute and that's cool. I, I like that as well, but at the same time he didn't have to do that. But, but, I understand because. Um, you want your man to be the provider. So he's just letting you know how much he provides and how much you don't. You know, so I understand that. I understand why he said that, because would you rather the other way around where Chris was making Paige's money and Paige was making Chris money? You, All you guys would be in riots like oh wow this guy's so mean but he doesn't even like but and he's not even making any uh money too oh he probably has a small dick all you know all this shit to all this shit to bring him down but this dude is saying that like yo i make i make triple of what my mic of what my wife makes and isn't that what women want anyway when you hear about a woman or you when you hear about a woman asking for a dude uh asking for a partner she she usually wants she really she usually wants the guy to make double what she makes regardless of what it is so if she makes 30,000 she wants him to make 60 if she if she's making 50,000 she wants him to make 100,000 so chris is just telling you that he makes three times more than what uh page makes so that's what y'all want right there it is granted he didn't have to do that though that was stupid of him <laughs> to to do that um to accentuate how much money he makes because he didn't do it for him he did it to degrade her so um that sucks but at the same time now we know that he's balling okay 
Um, but also he's not a fan of uh joint accounts uh, because he wants his money to be his money. And I, uh, I mean, I get it. I mean, me personally, if I was in a um, relationship, yeah, I would want a, a joint account for bills and then a saving. I would have the joint accounts for bills strictly. And then I would have a savings amount. Maybe I have, maybe I have a joint savings amount, savings account too. I don't know. But I would, my thing is like, I would want a, an account for bills and I guess that would be the joint account. And then I would want another account for, uh, like a savings thing for like vacations or whatever. Some, something where it gets a monthly income. So that would be the money that we would use to go on trips that would pay that, that would pay for the, uh, that would pay for the, um, what is it? That would pay for the, uh, damn it uh like hotels and the plane tickets you know i would i would want that i would definitely want that um yeah that's what i would want so they go to virginia and eric and holy crap thank god eric is finally seeing the light because he wakes up and he's like man oh no he doesn't wake up this is at nighttime and they're like in the um they're in their room at the table and he's just he's just distraught with himself because he's saying that this isn't him um she drinks more than i do um and he's like this isn't me she's turning in she's turning me into somebody else and i'm like yes thank you man you're like you're acting like an idiot and you're drunk all the time you go to places late to meet up with all the other couples like what are you doing bro get it together um and she's like well um He's like, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't do this all the time, you know. She's like, well, we need, we need to find a way to mesh our lives together because she loves her friends group and she always drinks, um, with them every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and she would love for him to be there. And he's like, I, I can't do that. He's just straight up, I can't do that. I, I have a career, um, I, he can't afford to do that with, with his job yeah and it's like whoa it's like virginia you you go out every week every thursday friday saturday and i guess that does i guess that seems all right well okay i don't mind the the regimen of it like i understand when you get out of work you're like whoa like finally um time time to have fun and forget about the time to have fun and and have a release because of the stress of the week i get it so that's why people go out fridays and saturdays i get it but like it's it's almost as if it's a mandate thursday friday saturday and to go out and but get shit faced like i understand if you want to go out to the club on friday and saturday but she's going out on freaking thursday like bitch you still have work tomorrow <laughs> like you mean to tell me you're coming in late to work like hold on. what does she what does she do again hold on hold on let's check this out what job does she have that she can afford to uh go into work the next day drunk to go to work on friday drunk as hell what does she do hold on hold on um mm, 
Let's see. Virginia. Oh, she's a customer experience specialist. Um, so she's customer service. Oh, sad. That ain't shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's that's why she can afford to do that. She does She does. She's a special. Uh, she's a customer service. So, um, but it's like, whoa. Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every week. And and again, I understand if you want to go out and 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 have fun. That that's that's fine. But it's that she gets drunk every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's the thing that's horrible. Like you are destroying your liver every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's not like, "Oh, let's go to a jazz club on Saturday or let's go to the lounge and just chill out and have one or two drinks." No, you party. You she parties like it's uh spring break every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's that's the issue. There you go. I was trying to muster up a way to explain it, but that's what it is. She uh yeah, she parties like it's spring break. She she makes a week of spring break into three days every week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then she apparently recovers on Sunday. Uh and and he's like, Yeah, I can't do that. He's and she's like, I'm I'm a drinker, I'm always gonna be a drinker and oof, I don't wanna hear that. And then he says, You are married, okay? You're not single. You are with me. And I understand the sentiment, but I don't like how he said it and because it just sounds like you like you belong to me, you know, and you will do as I say to like, I don't know, appease me or something It's like you are married. You are not single. You are with me like you are with me. I don't know. You could have just left it at you're married. But to say you are with me, it's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I, I, to me, it came across as if like, hey, uh, you better get in line and do as I say or something. Um, and it, I don't know, it, it came off as like he is a, a Southern conservative. And it sounded a little misogynistic. But the, I mean, hey, that could be me. I could be reading into it a little bit too much. But I, the, the way that he said it and his face had such conviction, I understand that he's trying to say like, yo, you need to, like you're married. You need to freaking calm down. You need to be you need to be older. You're not a kid. That I understand if that was he was trying to convey. But he was but he said, you are with me, which means like, yo. But yeah, what is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to mean other than what I'm saying? I don't know. But I didn't like it. I didn't like what he was saying. So we have Brinson. Uh, Brinson. Wow. That's their names together. Brinson. <laughs> Brinson. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> We have Brianna and Vincent. So uh, Brianna is getting super annoying in the bathroom. And they go in, you know, she's asking him, oh, can you pick that? Uh, oh, you dropped your ring because he 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 accidentally took off his ring. I guess maybe he accidentally took off his ring, and I guess maybe he was um trying to wash his hands or something and not get the ring dirty, but it accidentally fell on the floor. He's like, "Oh my god, you dropped the ring!" and and he dropped a piece of soap, and she wanted him to pick it up and all this stuff, like watching him like a mom. And then 
they sit down on the couch uh, no and sit down in the bed and she's asking him hey so um have i annoyed you yet and she was like be honest you know trying to be all cute and shit and then she's like he's like ah you know sometimes the uh but it's all good and she's like well uh some she's like sometimes i need you i need to get your attention because sometimes you're like doing other things and then she's like um but can i tell you something and he's like what you annoyed me today and then she like uh freaking turns off the light and doesn't even like explain herself and he's like okay and then that was like it and i'm like why did you why did you go to him why did you ask him if you were being annoying, if all you really wanted to say was, you're annoying, <laughs> you know, like, why did you play, why did you go around this windy path just to shit on him, uh, like, it's, it, it's, and to not even say what you were annoyed about, but whatever, um, uh, Vin, uh, Vincent says he likes being patient, he doesn't want anyone to rush him he's like no one's gonna rush me because uh, this is who i am i'm not changing so vincent had a talk after the cameras left about about disrespect because he felt disrespected um brianna says that vincent is uh uh, so like that's the next day so they're out to go uh indoor skydiving which i always want to do but i'm scared of shit um but because i'm scared of heights but i think it'll be freaking awesome um brianna says vincent is always trying to oppress her because her last guy kept pushing her away after all the support she gave him. But I'm like, but you're going to push your man away with all your bossiness. So I don't know. Maybe there was a reason why he was pushing you away, even though you were supportive. It was because, I don't know, you're being bossy. <laughs> so um, she says, I'm nice. I'm kind to people. So I don't want to come across as being bossy. But fam, your entire family told you that you're bossy at your wedding in front of everybody so you are bossy just own it just own it you're bossy and um she keeps while she's speaking to him she keeps like touching his beard like to calm him down and i'm like oh there's that woman tactic you know, like trying to touch you to calm your senses, calm your nerves so they don't to distract you from seeing how bitchy they are or how out of place they are, out of pocket. There was um there was uh, an incident with a famous YouTuber. I think his name is Flight, where he said he where he put on his tweet that he, he put a tweet out saying that he's single from his uh, longtime abusive girlfriend or whatever. So she comes by the house from seeing the tweet because I guess he he decided to say it online as opposed to say it to her privately so she gets in the house and she's all mad and then she's like yo cut up because he's doing a live stream and he's like oh cut off your stream cut off your stream like come on daddy come off your like cut off your stream so like we're not over say that delete the tweet say that we're not over say that we're not over and she keeps like rubbing on him and stuff like that and i'm telling you hey a woman's touch is amazing but they know that they could use that to their advantage or like to to calm you down or or to coerce you into something that you might not want to do um that's a tactic and i see brianna doing that um and it's like nah, get off me yo (laughs) it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna uh you're not gonna trick me so so uh the next day 
uh, it's Virginia and Eric, Clara, Ryan, Chris, and Paige, and they all go out to uh, 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 dirt bugging, uh, you know, in the, in the desert with their with their dirt buggies. No, is this a dirt buggy? No, it's an ATV. It's an ATV. That's I knew that was wrong. Uh, with with uh, ATVs. So it's Virginia, Cla- uh, Clara, and Chris, and they're all talking with each other and. Clara and Virginia almost seem like they're cornering Chris, but he's he's taking it like a man, whatever. And and they're like, oh man, you're lucky that Paige is such a strong woman because if it was us, we would have left day one. And it's like, I understand that. I understand where you're coming from with that, but also at the same time, it's like, I don't feel the need that you need to say that. Like it, like if it's his fault. I mean yes it is his fault he is in the situation that he's in but not really because um they are treating chris as if he cheated on page whereas when this happened page wasn't even a thing like they had sex a month before he met page uh, him and his fiance him and his ex fiance uh had sex a month before page was a thing before page even existed you know he's just finding this stuff out now which is why it's devastating because she, she to him phone numbers were blocked all that stuff so he to her to him his ex-fiance was out of sight out of mind you know and then boom all of a sudden oh i'm pregnant like whoa shit you know so it's 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 difficult to be in the situation it sucks to be in the situation that he's in that's why he's you know uh so on edge and stuff but uh yeah but why would you say that to a guy a guy would not want to hear that um and also do you think a guy would be on your side like like okay let's say they say it again it's like oh man if 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 i heard all that stuff um i would have left day one like you think you would agree with you like yeah man <laughs> yeah i would totally leave my ass you know and uh, because of the situation that is is occurring like no he's gonna be like can i explain my side of things first you know i mean chris chris has been a, a douche throughout this entire thing but i think this this in this instance it's it's a I'm only talking about this little pocket dimension right here where it's like you guys are shitting on me for something. Not necessarily that he didn't do. Yes, he did it. He should have worked on them. But it's like, okay, the situation is what it is. And I'm trying to make the best of it. And you're blaming me for like hurting somebody that didn't exist before. That's the thing. So he loses it because virginia uh uh like uh they're asking him so what are you gonna do about it how are you gonna make this better and he's like whoa whoa it's like first of all why are you all in my business <laughs> why are you in my business and we're gonna take care of it and virginia's like well we care about page and all that stuff and it's like yeah i, I see that you care about page but you don't care about me and frankly i think this is like a bunch of fake support and then uh virginia and clara get angry well they get offended because they're saying whoa my our support is real our support is real 
and uh chris is like well not virginia and especially not eric because you guys were making jokes when i was talking about a very very serious situation and they did because they go back and they show the flashback of where virginia and eric both are drunk as hell when they have their first group meeting and and chris explains himself saying hey um what's it called uh my ex-fiance is pregnant and then like virginia starts laughing she's like well <laughs> you know is it yours like that's super insulting like whoa like that's super insulting that's race baiting because why would you say that to a white person you know like, um would you say that like oh is it yours it's like yeah it's fucking mine <laughs> what the hell i mean it, i mean granted sure it's a possibility that it's not but it is but 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 even so it's like that's even if it's not race baiting or whatever it's very poor to say that um it's in poor taste to say that and she's making light of the situation where it's a very dire situation for two people like yeah that's great you don't have to worry about it so you can make fun of it but there are two people that are in the thick of it and you're making fun you're either directly or indirectly making fun of that situation so yeah they're gonna feel some type of way so um they're super pissed and like everybody's pissed and uh, eric comes over tries to defuse his, well he doesn't try to defuse the situation he's just there to like protect his wife or whatever and then she goes like well you know you're arrogant actually you're super arrogant and he's like all right whatever man well you're you're a drunkie you're a drunkard you know and um the pain the pained look in virginia's eyes like having the truth like be told to her and she's like oh that's fine that's fine i I know i drink it's fine i know i drink and he's like well yeah you throw shots i throw the i throw them back and yo i feel chris on that granted it's it it always sucks when you have to go below the belt but sometimes you have to freaking just pull the pin and explode the conversation (laughs) so so it's over so it's definitively definitively over and after that it was everybody got offended um Clara was like, yo, I mean, she wasn't necessarily on Chris's side, but she was like, I understand why he blew up because Virginia kept going at him and you're making an angry, an angry guy angrier by uh, insinuating that he's not doing anything in his power to make the situation that he's in better. Um, Yeah. So even though a little bit, I think clara was trying to save face too and like not be looked at as the bad person even though she was has she had the same sentiments as virginia yeah so that was just very interesting so they all go to page and they're like oh sorry page i'm sorry that he's like this and all that stuff we're just here for you we just want to know we're here for you and then uh chris comes around the corner he's like yo why are you guys talking to my wife i told you get out get out of our business this is a private matter this is a private situation why are you guys doing this and she's like well because she's my friend and he's like yo you guys are not friends and i was like all right that's that's effed up like they could very well be friends <laughs> you don't need to say that but i understand and, and he's like man i've been dis i've been disrespected all week i'm gonna make them i'm gonna make their lives a living hell on this bus because that's how they got to the atv bus and they just yelling back and forth back and forth back and forth just going crazy so day six happens day six is nighttime so everybody comes in they're all decked out looking good um and 
page sits down and everybody's saying, oh, we're glad that, uh, you know, we're having a good time. But tonight's the last night before we go back to our regular lives. So let's, you know, just make the best of it, blah, blah, blah. And Paige is so graceful because she's saying that um, I, I thank you for supporting us and uh, well, thank you for supporting me and your love and support. Um, we all have strong personalities and all that stuff, but hopefully we can we, we right now, since reality is going to happen to us in the next day, we need to find out why we've been matched with each, with each other and all that stuff. And again, Paige, I, I mean, I understand why Paige was selected to be um, in the uh, in the process in the experiment because yeah she is very graceful she can you can tell that she can take a lot but even though she but she doesn't have to she doesn't have to she she should leave but she wants to see where this goes and in the turn of an interesting turn of events chris apologizes to her and to everybody she's he says that you're a woman of god and he hasn't and he hasn't been a man of god yet and he apologized to clara and ryan and and that's great and everything was good but then here comes fucking eric and virginia coming super late again and they miss the they miss the apology so eric sits down and he's like hey man you know just before uh you know hey before we like leave tonight i just want to say something you don't you know talk to my wife like that ever again and blah 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 and it's like fam like if you were just here if you're on time or if you just came like 10 minutes earlier you would see that chris is super apologetic for what he did he admits that he's an asshole and he he just apologized to clara if you were here he would apologize to you but now eric is freaking mr bravado mr no no one takes no one tells me uh no one tells no one shits on me and stuff like that and it's like oh man so you see them you see eric and uh chris getting riled up and then ryan is like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. first just want to say eric that uh chris apologized to everybody so everything is good because i see things are heating up and then chris is like no 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 i want him to finish what he has to say and then eric just keeps going again like you don't talk to my wife like that uh virginia, virginia has never been spoken to like that and he's like well i told you guys two days ago to stay out of my business and not to not make light of the situation that i'm in and you guys did that so i have felt disrespected this entire week and then eric starts going off and then freaking chris gets up he's like all right yo do whatever you want to do bro whatever you want to do and you see that he's about to freaking punch this guy and then uh vincent just comes out of nowhere super latina super latino and he freaking zooms out of zooms into camera and then pushes uh chris out of the way and takes him outside because Eric was about to get fucked up. <laughs> he really was. So, so, and then Eric's like, all right, guys, see you later. So Eric leaves with Virginia, like out of the restaurant and to the front of the restaurant. And I think Eric and, um, uh, Eric and Vincent go back to the restaurant. I mean, go back of the restaurant. So, and then Virginia starts saying, oh, my God, you know, if my father or my brother saw how I was, how Chris was treating me, it would be a different story. And I'm just like, well, I thought you guys didn't need men. Why? Why are you letting your man take care of your issues? Um, what happened? You you don't you don't need men until until you need them. You know, it, it's kind of like the play off of uh, Lizzo. You know, why men? What What is it? Um. Like, why are men great till they got till they got to be great? Well, 
how come women don't need men until they need men? <laughs> you know? So you could have handled that situation yourself, Virginia, and it would have been fine. But you didn't. You had to you had to let you had to get your man in there. Or in your hypothetical situation, you would have had your brothers or your father there to protect you. But it's twenty twenty one. We're equal. Man up, Virginia. Man up. Um but yeah, so uh um I don't know, but granted, yes. What's his uh Chris shouldn't have spoken the way that he spoke to Virginia, but at the same time, it's not like it's not like you're right. It's not like you're automatically right because of the way that he spoke to you. You know? Like, yeah, you were in his business, you made fun of the situation that he's in he has a right to be mad yeah he doesn't have a right to uh speak to you in the manner that he did but you fucking pissed him off (laughs) you know because you did some egregious things yourself both parties are guilty um yeah both parties are guilty so but you know she's saying oh you know eric did such a great job of defending me and blah 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 so like now freaking eric feels like he's on top of the world i mean granted yes he he was doing his job you're supposed to defend your wife i get it but at the same time it's like fam you you know your wife kind of did it to herself so you know making light of the situation like look at you look at what she's turning you into you know like a drunkard idiot who is not thinking clearly Who's, whose fault is that so and Eric doesn't get why he, you know, oh, I don't get why Chris would act that way. But the thing is, Vincent knew the vibes. Vincent was like, he knew exactly what was going on. You just sit down and then start hammering at Chris, like, no, hi, no, nothing. You're just like, yo, don't speak to my wife like that. So it's like, fam, okay, you're 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 being confrontational two seconds within talking to me. So you want to do something. You know, Vincent knew that. Vincent knew that immediately, and he, and he wasn't even in the conversation. So that that's another race relation thing, where Eric is thinking, "Hey, man, I'm gonna defend my wife. I'm gonna prove my valor, and I'm gonna protect her dignity and all that stuff." But to Chris and to Vincent, it's like, "Yo, you want to square up? You want to fight? You want you want to you want to you want to say your piece with your hands?" So I can see the confusion there. So the night is in the night has ended actually, and everybody's going to their uh respective places. So Ryan and uh Clara they talk about um you know what, what has transpired and the incident and she's like, Oh thank God, you know, we're not um like that and I kind of feel bad that um we're not in those situations, even though I I do feel good about it, that we're like we're normal. And he's like, yeah, it's good. And it, and it kind of makes me see that, you know, you can't really control actions and stuff like that. But at the same time, you can control uh, what comes out of your mouth. And when then Clara, like, Clara's like, whoa, what the, where, where, where did this come from? But, like, I think she believes that he's saying to say, like, don't speak ever. And I don't think he's saying that. And he's like, because she says, like, oh, I think he's controlling me now. Uh, cause like I do run at the mouth with whatever I need to say. And to me, I personally don't think that he's saying for you to shut up. 
I think that he's saying that just control what comes out of your mouth. You can say whatever you want, but just be a little more censored and be a little bit more mindful of what you let out. So things don't come back to bite you in the ass. I think that's what it is. Again, I'm not saying that. I don't think necessarily Ryan is uh, blaming Clara for what has transpired. I don't think that's the case at all. But it's just that it's like, hey, you know, what whatever we control, what what we can't control is on us. Like we can't control the situation once it gets out of hand or whatever, because you don't know what that other person is doing. But I can control what comes out of my mouth. That's and that's what he's saying. But she's saying, oh my god, um, he's he's controlling me. So it's interesting that uh, women complain about men not listening, like Brianna and Vincent. But in this instance, women hear what they want to hear. Because I don't think that's what Ryan said. He he literally said, control the things that come out of your mouth. But what Clara interprets is, shut your mouth. Don't say anything ever again. <laughs> and that's not the case. So uh, we go to Haley and Jacob. And um, um, Jacob is concerned about the, the, standoffish, the standoffishness again with Haley. Um because Haley has said to him that something is missing and that she needs time and um uh yeah that uh something's missing and she needs time so i believe that uh Jacob is mad because traditionally a woman giving themselves to their partner is considered sacred and that that means that things will, you know things will be clearer signs won't be as mixed and they'll get closer to each other and jacob is feeling the opposite so i believe with Haley, is it was just sex it wasn't like a magnificent like oh here it is i'm not saying that she was a virgin or something but he just thought they would be after having sex i believe that jacob thought that they would get closer but it's it's the actual opposite because something's missing and she doesn't know what it is um but my thing is it's like i wonder if people are gonna get at Haley like people got at chris for having sex with Paige and seeing if there's something there because Haley, Haley at right now says that something's missing and that's what chris was saying but chris got all the hate i wonder if Haley is getting any hate too like see the thing man i really wish that i was in real time with twitter because i would really love to know what people think about what's going on is there a double standard is is Haley not going to get the brunt of the heat because she had sex with uh she had sex with uh Henry not Henry um Jacob and she doesn't not to say that she doesn't feel anything but like she's like all right we had sex <laughs> like that was it um and and now she's pulling back is she going to get the um brunt of the uh anger probably not but let's move on. So she's saying that, uh, why do you act at, why do you want me to, we've only known each other for five days. Why do you want to act like we've been married for a year? And Jacob retorts is saying, well, Pastor Cal said we shouldn't treat it like it's a first date because then we'll just treat each other as friends. And then we're just going to get divorced, which is true. You need to go all in, you know, go big or go home. As, as Cal likes to say, marriage ain't for punks. So I was like, what's well, good? Let's go. But then Haley said something very interesting. I think she finally 
got the reason she finally knew the reason why she says our conversation our conversations wane and we're not getting to a deeper level and i can totally see that with him i can't see him being a super deep guy because all he ever talked like this is this is jacob's as far as they're showing us because again a lot of a lot of times there's editing issues or whatever but she says there's a lack of depth and from what they've been showing us this man's mental vocabulary is meat and eggs the 80s and working out and his makeshift resort at his house with his pool sauna hot tub and beach this is what this man talks about constantly so it's like how is Haley supposed to get on a deeper level if those are the only subjects that he talks about you know so i completely understand Haley's uh point so uh there's um so we go to day seven of marriage and it's Haley and jacob again and i guess that night Haley was saying that hey you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna have a girl's night out so you know you can just hang out you know hang out in the hotel and i'm and i'm gonna peace out and then for whatever reason he he comes down to wherever Haley was having her thing and he sees that the husbands and the wives are there and he's like oh shit so she didn't want me to be here she really didn't want me to be here and and he's like she like betrayed me like that's messed up and he is feeling some type of way about it and i completely understand and um they they're all everybody's all packing up and he's just not pissed but they didn't say one word to each other while they were packing up their stuff to uh go back home and i was like wow okay so now Christian page who this is the last thing this is the last thing of the show so uh um so uh chris again doing something stupid and he's like oh you know you gotta because they're leaving the last day and and he's like oh you know you gotta wear something to uh show off show off that ass right and she's like what i gotta wear something like that like to the airport and he's like uh-huh and then they start smiling and he's like i hate that he uses his charm to uh get out of situations like it's it's horrible i know a lot of dudes do i know i know a lot of those dudes do that a lot of chris dudes they do that a lot and uh it's annoying they they always get away they get away with murder you know so um they're packing their clothes and um and Paige is wondering what's going on in his mind because you know reality is gonna hit this baby. I mean, not to say that this baby's coming soon. It's only been six weeks, but you know the baby's coming. So what's what's really good? So he says he's concerned about raising a child in separate homes. So she's like, so are you? Do you potentially want to move back in with her? And he's saying, um. Uh, I've conversations like that have arose about what parenting would look like if we got back together. I still love her, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Like her face is like, "Did I just hear what I heard?" And he says, "But loving them doesn't mean that you should be with them." And I understand that too. Like it's funny because I still love my ex fiance. I mean, obviously I'm not with her. She's with her husband, but it's like she's always going to have a place in my heart and I feel bad for any future wife that I have because not to say I'm going to freaking talk about her all the time, but she's, she's going to be in my heart and I like my wife will have 75% of it and 
my ex fiance will have like 25 and I understand that and she's going to have to deal with that but it's not going to be a situation as this bad but I understand when he means he says that he still loves her because again it's not like an ex girl that he liked it's his ex fiance so that means he was going to marry this person he loved this person that much that he wanted to spend the rest of his life with her so I understand why he says I still love her you know it's it's a very it's a very tangled web um again I, I am kind of disgusted of how I understand Chris's point because I guess it could be so obvious to root against him without knowing his motivations and his the stuff that he's going through uh, again i'm not team chris at all like he he's a jerk he should not be on this show and chris and page should be separated i'm not even i don't even want to see the reunion show man because like i want this season to be over so bad just because of them they're so bad for not that they're so bad for each other they shouldn't they just shouldn't be together and i don't want to even see how crazy he's going to get in the uh reunion show just because of this episode alone oh my god but anyway um but he's saying yeah i don't want another kid i don't want another man raising my kid and uh page gets up and he's like whoa are, are you with me or no and it's like fam she's like yeah i hear you but come on all those things that you said before which is true because they do a flashback where it's like um he uh uh when chris was at dinner and he says that uh nobody comes before you not my mom not my ex-fiance not even my unborn kid you you come first you come first and then now she's hearing that like hey you know i still love my ex-fiance and i might move in with her just because of um just because of our child and it's like so she was first she was first in line four days ago but now she's last in line because of a couple talks that you guys had and that's fucked up and she says that you took an innocent person and dragged her into your mess and yes that is 100 percent true that is 100 percent true he did do that it's messed up because what after hearing all this stuff what role does she serve because if you want to stay with your if you still love your ex-fiance and you want to be up and you don't want another man raising your child then that literally means that you have to live with her if you don't want that to happen so what so you're gonna have a marriage you're gonna have your wife live by herself while you live with your ex-fiance raising the kid is that the situation that you want? That's a weird ass situation. Um, but uh, they have another talk because she wants to get things straight. Like, what the hell's going on? And, and it's like you made vows, and he's like, I, she's like, I made vows too, and I want, you know, you need to be with me. Um, we need to set things straight. And he's like, yeah, I, I told you that. I had conversations with her. I didn't say that I was gonna be with her or whatever. But those concepts those uh conversations happened and also uh um i made vows to you so yeah i'm going to be with you and i want to make this work i didn't say that i wanted to you know necessarily get that it was happening i should say he didn't say that it was happening that i am going to like he's like yo i can leave right now and i could be with my ex like 
and and then it's done. But no, I made vows and I'm committed to you. And you know, um, and I and yesterday you brought a fire in me. I'm a, I'm attracted to you. Like you're super attractive now. And then you know she starts kikiing and smiling and shit because that's what she wants to hear. I hate when Chris uses his get out of get Chris out of jail free card, where he starts highlighting the stuff that she's insecure not insecure about i shouldn't say that but the the thing is is that he said at the beginning that i don't find you attractive so that's what fucked that's what fucked with her mind so now he's saying yo you are attractive you are attractive and she's like oh my god he thinks i'm attractive which could actually be true i'm not saying that he's not but it's just presented in such a horrible package where it sounds like he's just manipulate manipulating the situation to his benefit so she can just like shut up for another couple hours you know, until he does some other fuck shit again. And she's like, I want to work things out. You know, I hope Chris is my person for the rest of my life. And I believe in us. And I'm like, oh, my God. Woo, Lord, you're killing me. You're killing me, Paige. You're killing me. But that was the end of the episode. And that was freaking nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Very weird. But, um, ugh. yeah, next week's episode is going to be freaking I mean, the next episode is going to be uh crazy too so i don't know man we'll 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 see what happens but we are on card oh man i think this is card 19 now uh so card 19 of the of the skin deeps the and self edition card game okay we're on card number 18 all right let's go here we go what do we got what do we got how will doing this change me for the better? How will doing this change me for the better? Uh, how will doing this change me for the better? I, you know, I don't. I mean, I don't like that one. I because it, it it sounds just like the last one that I had. How will doing this change me for the better? I guess they. I guess they probably thought that um enough time was gonna pass by where something else might have uh popped up, but I guess not. How will do? How will doing this change me for the better i don't even know what um what that might mean in my life how will doing this change me for the better well i am again buckling down on a lot of things you know i'm taking i'm taking um uh writing courses again um learning about stocks so all the, so all the stuff that I'm doing is all preparation for my fi- finally my adult life even though I'm an adult already and I've been for some time. <laughs> but like my, my real my real adult life living on my own and and uh fending more fending for myself is a big thing. So that's 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 what it's doing. All all this stuff um all this stuff is is for the better so I can just live on my own. And just do my own shit. And it'll benefit my parents because they can finally retire. And um uh I mean they I mean they are retired, but like they don't have to take care of me anymore. Even though I do take care of myself. When I say that I'm not a freeloader or a moocher or something like that, but they can they can rest assured that their son is taken care of. That's that's the main thing. Cause I know that weighs on them heavily. So yeah. Um yeah, all, all all the all the changes that I'm doing in my life are are towards that goal is is to make make my life better and make their lives better. But um but yeah. Yeah, that that is it, man. That was a, I'm telling you, man, that was a 
freaking interesting ass show. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I I can't wait to freaking catch up. So, anyway, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.